Hey, bitches, I'm not recording. Oh, yes, I am. Just kidding. Ha ha. Hi. <laughs> hi. I am recording. <laughs> yeah, I'm keeping that because it's funny. Uh, <laughs> you have to. Uh, we're coming at you live from separate rooms again. Yeah. Uh, we're just, we're on a roll today. Yeah. And hopefully this podcast is not as bad as last week's. I know. I'm. We're sorry. Last week was. Yeah, we're sorry. It was we're, a little we're, rough. We're, yeah, I know. We, our brains don't work right sometimes. And that was a perfect example, so. Yeah, so um, hopefully you love us anyways. And yeah, you'll keep listening. And look past our It'll get better once I, you know, like pop this have kid birth. out. And then I, yeah. my brain hopefully will come back to its full working capacity. That's my my goal. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's hey, you're close. Because right, right now in, um, you know, real people time, it's like the first full week in August. Yeah, I'll be due in two weeks. Yeah. Um, <sighs> when you're listening to this. If I have not had said child already. Yeah, because we were just talking about getting together for... Uh, Our last... Well, when this comes out, this will have been a couple of days ago. Yeah. So uh, we're going to have our last um, kind of like weekend should chill with friends before we become parents type of thing. Your last childless hurrah. Yeah. <laughs> At the lake. Yes. So... I can watch everybody drink their fucking white claw drinks, and I'll just sit there. Uh, raise your hand if you've ever felt personally victimized by Jessica Penrose. <laughs> Y'all can't see me, but I'm raising my fucking hand. <laughs> just because I'm salty. Hey, 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 three weeks until you can drink. Yeah. Well, probably I'll, I'll be more in your than um, hospital room with a fucking <laughs> margarita shaker. Oh, gosh. Catch me. <laughs> Catch me. Right. <laughs> Who knows how I'll be feeling, though. Probably be longer than... You know, I'll probably take a right. breather and then, yeah. I don't know how that works. I, as a childless person, I can't. Well, I, can't I don't that. know how it works either, so we'll see. <laughs> some I know some people who, like, one girl, her husband brought her a bottle of wine in the, the room after she had the baby, and then others are just like, no, I didn't feel like drinking at all because they felt like crap, so. I feel that's like valid. that's probably going to be me. <laughs> yeah, you're like, mm, yeah, no, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> But once I feel normal, then Mama gets a night out, and Wes gets to chill with his little princess. Yes. For the night. Well, we've already talked about like loosely. We've loosely discussed throwing you a, a milf party. Yeah, that'd be so. Fun. Um, I think we can make that a thing. I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> a milf. <laughs> I'll have to lose a little bit of the baby weight first. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> Anyways, uh, okay, uh, if you're un- if you're unaware and on what you're fucking listening to, this is hot for justice. Oh yeah, cold case stories. We're great at this. We're gonna. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. You clicked on this episode in whatever platform you're listening, so you know that you're listening to hot for justice podcast. But yeah, and if this is your first time listening, we're not normally this you know scatterbrained and out of control. Yeah. Just the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm struggle. I'm on the struggle bus right now yeah and i think i'm just like feeding off that energy and just like sorry (laughs) my bad (laughs) no you good you good oh jeez jesus christ yeah Um, so yeah we talk about cold cases and shit if you don't know yeah and um we're probably gonna have like this episode and maybe one more and with me and then you might have some guest stars we talked about this a little last week but if you missed last week's episode there's gonna be some fill-ins for me yeah i just need to like hard schedule them into my calendar yeah I mean, I guess it's a little bit easier with Zach. He, he lives with me, and he has to, he has to listen do what to I you. say. Yeah. 
Um, also, fun fact, he's going to be starting a podcast soon. By the time oh. you're listening to this, it might be out. I don't know. Good for him. I'm glad he's going to do it. Yeah, if you guys are into some, like, nerdy shit, um, he talks about, he's going to talk about, like, video games and, like, movies and comic books and, I don't know, some other dorky shit. Yeah. If you're into that, uh, give it a listen. Uh, I think the working title is called Weekend Plans right now. Oh, cool. I like that. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll probably be guest starring on that pretty frequently. You like nerdy so. shit, too. Yeah. Again, as we were talking about last week, I'm, I'm into, into the Vigi games. We wouldn't be here without Jamie's tech skills, you guys. Honestly. Hey, hey, sometimes I have to subcontract out to my IT guys, Act. And <laughs> <laughs> Good thing you don't have to pay him. Oh, my God. That'd be so bad. Like, he, he literally was the one that saved the fucking uh, remote podcasting. Because oh, yeah. we were failing with uh, FaceTime and Skype. We were. But he was like, what about Google? And I was like, what do you mean, what about Google? I didn't even think of that. Nope. See, and I then, get frustrated. My response mm-hmm. to our technology problems was, let's just record next week. And I was like, absolutely <laughs> not. I refuse. <laughs> I need Jamie to keep me accountable. You and know, tired, that's what, that's what I'm here for. It's a struggle. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, it's literally like noon, and we were just talking about before we hit record I that I've nap. already taken a nap today. Yeah. I need one. My dog, Harlow, is napping right now, and she looks like the cutest little thing ever, and I want to just go snuggle her and nap, too, but that's okay. Yes. I'm here instead to bring you some quality true crime shit. Is that what we're calling it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was just wondering. Not content. Shit. Some shit. Mm -hmm. Quality shit. Yep. You're welcome. Everybody. The best shit you'll ever hear. (laughs) That's debatable. Uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely debatable. Um, anyways, you went first last week. I did, so it's your turn. So, yay! Yours yeah, is long. I, go- I looked at it. She did. It, it's it's not that long. It's, it's like two pages. Long. Compared to mine. Mine's pretty short. I wrote mine this morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you feel better, I'm pretty sure I got most of this off of Wikipedia, per usual, because I'm bad at homework. So I didn't do my homework this week. <laughs> Sorry. Not sorry about it. No. <laughs> it's fine. Not at all. It's fucking fine. Um, yeah, so let's let's get this bitch on the road. Um, I'm ha- talking about the mysterious death of Kurt McFall. So his uh, hometown is actually where I live currently. So that's kind of wild. It was a little close to home to me. Like, literally. literally. So Saturday... Literally. <laughs> On Saturday, September 8th, 1984, 17-year-old Kurt McFall left his home in Concord, California and headed near to nearby San Francisco where he planned to spend the night and return home the next evening. However, he never returned, and on Monday, September the 10th, his bruised body was found on an isolated beach of San Francisco Bay. His father, Tom, suspected foul play and believed a cult was involved in his death. However, the face you just made was glorious, by the way. <laughs> Uh, however, authorities are uncertain if the death was an accident or a murder. I'm just always Tom, so skeptical when cults people say it was a cult. I don't. Know I why. know. That's why I was like losing my mind. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. There's a, a culty aspect to this. Sign me the fuck up. It's the '80s, though. You can't ever take that seriously. No, and uh, it's God. It just reminds me because I just watched all that Paradise Lost shit because mm-hmm. that was like early '90s, so mm-hmm. it wasn't that much after this. You know, like, same shit. Like, they were just like, oh, like, you uh, listen to metal music and wear black. Like, you're part of a fucking cult. Right? That's what and I mean. It's like, People. oh, I'm sorry. I am I listen to metal music sometimes and wear black clothes just because I like to look skinny. Um, <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
funny. Ah, Jesus Christ. Uh, so, Tom received an anonymous phone call the date after Kurt vanished. The caller claimed that Kurt tried to escape from a cult and was, feared, was fearing for his life. After he received the phone call, Tom searched Kurt's room and he found several suspicious items, including a knife made from a deer's hoof, a necklace of stone and feathers, and drawings of witchcraft and violent fantasies. This led Tom to believe that his son might have been living a double life. For years, Kurt had been interested in the game Dungeons and Dragons. Nerd shit. Truly nerd shit. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, let me just sidebar real quick. Zach and I are not this nerdy, okay? <laughs> we don't table game. That, no, uh-uh. <laughs> that is so funny. You know why it's even more funny? is because Wes is playing Dungeons and Dragons right now on the next <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh god. Um he's never allowed to call me or Zach a nerd ever again. Just for the record. <laughs> he told me to What's go read bullshit a book. He's doing? <laughs> uh, so okay. a year before Kurt's death, he joined the Society for Creative Anarchism, or the SCA, which members participated in various events related to medieval themes. So like he was like a LARPer. Oh, that's kinda cool though. Yeah. Um, they often dressed in costumes from, from the time period. Once a week, they wore their costumes and practiced jousting and sword fighting in the parking lot of an Oakland subway station. So I'm assuming it's probably one of the Oakland BART stations. Yeah. Um, Hillary Powers, the president of the SCA, stated that Kurt enjoyed his time in the SCA, and she didn't believe the organization had anything to do with his death. So this is the, like, quote-unquote cult. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um... Kurt became increasingly interested in medieval rituals. He joined a second group that introduced him to the pagan religion. One of Kurt's friends feared this group con- uh, had contacted Tom. Uh, he was concerned for Kurt and his own safety. In the months prior to his death, the friend noted that Kurt's attitude towards the others had started to change drastically. He believed that Kurt had adopted paganism as a religion, and the SCA and the second group had introduced Kurt to paganism, which were thought to be cult-like groups. Very interesting. Um... So, Gabriel Carrillo, I'm pretty sure I said that right. I, if not, I'm, I'm so sorry. Because um, uh, it could be Carrillo. I, mm. I would say Carrillo. But it has, like, that double L thing that could be, like, like a Y sound, you know? Yeah. Um, so, he was the leader of the second group that Kurt had become involved with. In the group, he had used the name Caradoc. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know how all this, like, fucking second name shit is with these whatever. <laughs> Anyways. He believed that Kurt enjoyed uh, being in the group, and he thrived while being in the group. This However, is Kurt's a friend... pagan group, right? This is yes. Okay. So this isn't the like LARPing shit. This is like the pagan witchcrafty shit. Okay. Um, so Kurt's friend believed that he was becoming addicted to the group, and Carrillo had stated that he had no control over the group members and that they were free to leave whenever they wanted. So yeah, sounds a little culty. Yeah, a little, a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'm going to call it, like, loose cult activity. I'm not going to, like, say it's, like, hardcore culty. Yeah, I mean, but, like, yeah, some cult-like elements. Yeah. Uh, September 8th, Kurt went to San Francisco to stay with Carrillo at his apartment. That evening, the two had dinner and went to a movie. Around midnight, Kurt went swimming in Ocean Beach a few blocks from Carrillo's apartment. First of all, I don't know who the fuck goes swimming in Ocean Beach. It's goddamn freezing it, all yeah, the time. Yeah, is it? Like, I've been to Ocean Beach a few times, like, for, like, bonfire party shit, like, in, like, high school and college. And it's goddamn cold. Probably even in the summer, right? September is still warm, but, like, not in San Francisco. Well, so, San Francisco is weird. Uh, San Francisco has a very weird microclimate. Yeah. It's, like, 75 pretty much all year round. And then in, like, 
like late August through October, it randomly gets hot. <laughs> it's like a weird like Indian summer thing. Mm-hmm. Like literally like it's like it can get up to like 90, 95 degrees, which is unheard of in San Francisco. Weird. But only literally in like September, October. Yeah. So, but it wouldn't that wouldn't make that water warm enough to for you to want to swim, to be honest. Well, especially not at nighttime. Yeah, no. No, absolutely not. Um, Weird. So, yeah, after they went swimming, uh, they went back to the apartment. According to Carrillo, Kurt was restless and unable to sleep, and around 3 a.m. had left the apartment claiming he was going to go back to the beach. Weird. Hmm. Um, the next evening, Kurt's car was found nearby at a local golf course in a state of disarray. Kurt's license was on the floor, his keys were on the seat, and a single $20 bill was in the glove compartment. The suit of armor that he had made for his SCA group was missing from the trunk. Random beer bottles were found in the car, but Tom stated that his son did not drink. Okay. First of all. Yeah. I'm sorry. What 17-year-old hasn't had a few beers? Yeah. Really, though. Like, I don't I care mean... how good you think your kid is. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> and also, it was the 80s, so he was definitely drinking beers. Probably. <laughs> um, so, furthermore, the... Aut- or, sorry, the 70s. Jesus Christ. Furthermore, the autopsy stated there was no... Did I skip over... No. You'd... Oh, no, because his body was found. Sorry. Because his body was found a couple days later. Yeah. So they did an autopsy. Uh, there was no drugs or alcohol in his system. Uh, Tom believed that the scene was staged. Tom's his dad, by the way, in case we forgot. Okay. I almost forgot. I was like, who the fuck, Tom? <laughs> I wrote this. <laughs> um, at 10.15 the next day, a.m., his body was recovered at the cliffs below where his car was found. See, I, I did write you this did, shit out you, of order. Yeah, it's okay, though. Um, yeah, I mean... We, we've established that I'm not completely okay in the head. It's okay. We're doing it's our fine. best today. You guys it's fine. are lucky you'll have an episode out because we're struggling. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, his uh, there was no serious external trauma, although he had no shoes, uh, socks, or shirt on. His back and shoulders had cuts and abrasions, but strangely, his belt was missing the belt buckle. Huh. Yeah, so, like, literally, like, he was just wearing, like, pants with no belt buckle weird and like that that's it okay. um the coast guard believes that he might have fallen from the cliffs to his death the coroner ruled that he had died from multiple traumatic injuries and severe blood loss but was uh it was not known how these injuries had occurred it was assumed that kurt died from a fall but it's not sure if it was ac- accidental or the result of someone who pushed him over the cliff on purpose tom met with the coroner who said that he believed the death was a homicide but did not have enough evidence to say so in court. The San Francisco Police Department disagreed with the coroner since they found no evidence that suggested it was a homicide. The case still remains open today. Uh, Kurt's friends and family believe that Kurt stumbled on something in one of the organizations he was involved with and that he was murdered as a result of it. Hmm. Um, So as far as suspects go, Gabriel Carrillo was the last person to see Kurt alive. Um, Tom and others uh, suspect that Carrillo and the cult were involved in his death. However, Carrillo adamantly denies this he believes that tom needed someone to blame for his son's death which was possible yeah um two months after his death a woman contacted the police claiming she feared for her life the woman claimed to be uh been involved in a coven and named two people that had been threatening her these same two people allegedly named kurt in in a letter one month before his death he allegedly stated in the letter that the two were evil beyond belief however it's not known if these two individuals have been connected to kurt's death and gabriel carrillo passed in 2007 weird i don't know i mean yeah. it kind of sounds like it could have just been an accident yeah I, you know i think it might I, in in my heart of hearts i think it was an accident yeah 
but I mean, like, really, who knows? But I mean, I guess if his like stuff was stolen and his car was weird, then that's weird. I don't know. That's weird. Isn't that strange? So, but because if it not for his car, then I probably would have thought maybe not. Yeah, because like his car was like a couple miles away from and where his weird. body was found. That's too. Like, weird why would you to... like walk miles away from your car? Right, and I mean, I could see maybe if he was like higher drunk, but it said he wasn't, so. Yeah, and like that's like the like crazy part to me. It's like okay, like his system was clean. Yeah. So, so that w- could explain erratic behavior, but if he was clean, then yeah, maybe. It, but he also could have been was. mentally unstable. I mean, who knows? Yeah, that's true. But like, I, I I think the weird part to me is that like he had spent a lot of time, money, and effort into making that like suit of armor yeah, for his like larping. Gone. Yeah, and it's like missing out of nowhere, and like it hasn't been found since. Yeah, but and and so that would kind of like lead you to think that it was probably somebody from the first group of people he was involved with right not the necessarily pagan group but the larpers maybe yeah and that's like the thing that like i think is interesting too because you know they seem like more of a based on, i did a very loose research into like what they were it was literally just like playing around like it wasn't like anything serious hmm. so that's why i'm like okay why would they do uh, unless there unless there were some deep-rooted secrets that he found in in you know, or maybe he, had, he just he pissed the wrong person off. Like, it, it didn't even maybe not, like, have to do with anything with the group, but maybe just one specific person. And then that person yeah. stole his shit. Maybe. Exactly. Weird. Yeah. Okay. That, that's, my, that's my case for the week. Well, I'm going on another solved one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. So, we're here in July of 1974. Okay. We are in Napa, California. Which, if you guys have not been, or if you're not local, you should go, because it's beautiful. It's gorgeous and uh, amazing wine. Yes. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't mean to keep bringing up things that you can't have. Yeah, it's okay. Um, okay, so 51-year-old year Anita Andrews was tending bar at a cocktail lounge um, that's, that was located on Main Street in Napa. She was a divorced mother of two. She co-owned the bar with her sister Muriel. It had been, like, in the family. So I think when her her dad had passed away, they inherited it. Okay. The next day, she didn't show up for work where she, um, at the Napa State Hospital where she was a nurse. So her sister went to the bar to, to see where she, what she was doing, and she found her sister's partially naked body. She had been beaten, raped, and then stabbed to death. Jesus Christ. So her Cadillac um, was gone. It never was found. Um, and that was all. They 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 found a uh, cigarette butt left at the crime scene, but otherwise they had nothing. The case went cold. The police wow. couldn't identify any suspects. Then in 2009, they found a match to that cigarette butt in the system. It matched a man named Roy Melanson, who was actually serving time for murdering a 25-year-old hiker named Michelle Wallace. Which this might sound familiar to you from the book club that died. Yes, yes. I was like, that name sounds goddamn yeah. familiar. Her case Sorry, Megan. Um, was broken through, um, basically, Michelle, I'm referring to Michelle, her case was broken um, through sheer determination, because it was a cold case, too, and yeah. it was, uh, her remains were found by Necrosearch International. Um, they go over her whole case in a book called No Stone Unturned, which we were reading for our book club. It's by Steve Jackson, in case you guys want to read it. You'll have to get it off Amazon like uh, as an ebook because to buy a copy is like $75 because they didn't make enough in-print copies of the book. Um, and fun fact, if you have Kindle Unlimited, it is on Kindle Unlimited. 
Yeah, it's. I don't think. I don't think I. I maybe paid like seven dollars for it. I see, it's not I very don't. expensive for it the was, ebook. Yeah, but if you, yeah, if you have whatever Amazon stuff, um, it's yeah, a, you have a really good book. I recommend. Yeah, it. I was saying, like I've read the first bit of it. I haven't finished it, um, but I, I really enjoyed it. So yeah. like thus far. So they go all through the case about Michelle. Um, what happened was that um, about a month after Anita was murdered. Michelle had been on a trip with her dog by herself in, near Crested Butte, Colorado. She was... Crusty Butte, Colorado. Crusty Butte. Guys, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Can't breathe. Sometimes it just, you know. Anyways, so she was leaving from her trip, and she saw two stranded motorists. One, his name was Chuck Matthews, and the other man just named Roy. And she gave them a ride. She dropped them off at the bar, and then Roy kind of asked her, like, hey, will you take me to my truck? And she agreed, and then she was never seen again. She was missing, and then her dog was found in, like, a farmer's, like, um, garden or I don't know. They The farmer basically shot the dog and oh my killed God. it. Yeah. Um, what a piece of shit. Yeah. That made me sad. So they didn't know what happened to her. And then they, they you know, it was a cold case, and then they brought in NecroSearch and the detective they basically figured it out which it was really an incredible find they were able to connect roy to michelle through some dna but i can't remember exactly what that was um but you can read the book and find out for yourself (laughs) (laughs) this is is a plug for a book that we'll get no money for (laughs) exactly but it was a good book um roy was sentenced in this case he was convicted and sentenced to a life sentence, but he was um, considered for parole in 2012. So, the investigators were like, there's no way that this is the first time this this guy's done this. They they suspected him of other murders. um, Like, they didn't suspect him in Anita's until the DNA matched. And once it did, then they they, um, extradited him to California to stand trial. Because they were like, otherwise he's going to get out of jail in 2012. Oh, absolutely. So... In 2010, they extradited him, tried him for the murder of Anita, and he was found guilty. And the judge gave him an, a life sen- an indeterminate life sentence, meaning he won't ever get out of jail. Holy fuck. Yeah. I didn't even know that was, like, a thing. It. He. I read that he had been sentenced under, like, the laws in the 70s or something. Okay, that might be why I've never heard of it. And they were able to do that. Yeah. Hmm. He's also suspected of 14 years later, after um, Michelle's murder, of murdering a woman named Charlotte Sourwin who had met a man, charming man at the laundromat in Louisiana. She was found the next evening um, in the woods. She'd been raped, tortured, and her throat had been slashed. The police thought it was her fiancé, but never could prove it. Went cold, but investigators think it was Melanson. And they think he's involved in, I mean, who knows how many cases. But because he was a drifter, so it's hard to know where he was. And yeah, So... He won't ever be released from prison, thank God. Uh, but yeah, that's that case. It was a really big deal because it was so random, like just such so, a random. So okay, name. I know every time you say his name, like you say Roy with like air quotes. Does that mean like that's like not his real last name? Well, he, I think it, it, his name is Roy, but he would go by, he would go by other names, um, too. So, yeah, Roy. Hmm. In Interesting. Yeah, he would give other women. He's just pretty big, but he was really charming, so people felt comfortable around him. Like it's this like some Ted Chuck, Bundy shit. The Chuck Matthews guy who was with him that whole day, he felt like a little off around him, but ultimately like didn't think anything of it. 
Yeah. So, like, Chuck Matthews had no part in Michelle's murder. But, yeah, it's just... He actually, I think, had just randomly met Roy. And Roy was going to, oh, like, God. murder him, but ended up didn't. I don't remember. It was all in the book, you guys. So good. Read it. Check it out. <laughs> Again, we're not getting any money for this, so... We don't um, make money off of this podcast at all, you guys. <laughs> yeah, someone asked me, they're like, oh, like, how's your podcast going? I was like, oh, it's going pretty good. They're like, oh, are you making any money? And I'm like, uh, I mean, technically, we're losing money? Yeah. <laughs> technically. <laughs> if we're going to go that far. <laughs> But it's fun. We enjoy doing this, and maybe one day we'll make money. But yeah, who knows? No promises. Yeah, but that'd be cool. Anyway, somebody sponsor you. us. <laughs> Help! We're poor. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jess has a child coming very soon. Help. Somebody give us money, right? <laughs> <laughs> Insert that gif of Kristen Wig. Help me, I'm poor. Really though. Yeah. Uh, but no, we enjoy doing this. So yeah, it's a fun little hobby. It is fun. It's even more fun now that we know we can do this over Skype and we don't have to drive to each other on weekends where it's really inconvenient. <laughs> yeah, because, like, I mean, like, obviously our ideal is to, like, do it in person. Yeah. But, but like, yeah, on this happens. weekend, like, you we, you were busy all day yesterday. So was I. And then yeah. today, it's fine, but it's a Sunday. And then it takes us all day to record. And then you have to drive an hour and a bit home. And you have to go to work on Monday. And, and it's, like, 800 degrees outside right it now. It is. So it's just easier to do it on Skype. Exactly. Um, uh, yeah. Um, okay. Now that we've said all of our sad shit, do you want to share anything fun and exciting? So I just started the my my um, stay sexy and don't get murdered book that Jackson bought us for. Yes. Yeah. A present. Thank you, present. So I just started it, and so far, I'm first chapter. It's pretty entertaining. Um, oh yeah, I'm I'm probably like ha- a little over halfway done with it. It's pretty fucking good. Yeah. So I like it so far. Um, but yeah, that's um, really all that's. Oh, fun and fresh. <laughs> I did watch that new. It's not true crime, but it's kind of crime movie off Netflix called Which The one? Secret Obsession. Have you seen? Oh, is it good? No, it's true. Oh no, because so, it has that um that girl that was on that Disney show. Yeah, um, sweet like sweet life of yes. Jackson Cody. Her name's Brenda Song. So she's yes beautiful. Like she, you know, grew up and she did a good job. It's just the writing was. Watch it if you have a spare hour and a half. Like it was bad, I, I but it's have kind of funny. It's funny, bad. I was sitting there and I'm like, but what about this? And what about this? And Wes is like, those are all great questions because <laughs> they just like gloss over it. And the detective in it is the guy from the Allstate commercials who has a really nice voice. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> so the whole movie, Wes was just like, all right, Allstate, calm down. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe me and Zach will have to give this a go later you and uh, maybe he'll stay awake this time. <laughs> Probably not. And he's going to talk shit about it. Actually, no, what's probably going to happen is he's be like, why are you making me watch this bullshit? Yeah, it's, you know, I was entertained, but I, it wasn't a great um, plot line. And the trailer gives away most of the movie. So if you can avoid it, don't watch the trailer. As I haven't watched the trailer, don't, so don't I, I won't. Because I watched it and I was like, oh, I know this the whole entire movie, what it's about. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, killed an hour and a half on our Friday night. So. Hell yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, uh, this is kind of fun and exciting. I ordered some more... Um, Hot for Justice stickers. Yeah. Um, if anyone's like interested in uh, buying one, hit me up. I can invoice you and mail it to your house. We can put them um, on. Our I ordered these ones so that are like those like vinyl transfers. Yeah, you can see what they look like. We can put them on Instagram because they they look really good. Yeah, I have a few different um, designs that we've done. We also have a few coasters if anyone's interested in a coaster. And if y'all are interested in doing merch, it's something Jamie and I had talked about. If you guys are interested in purchasing some, um, we're open to it. Yeah, I have a, a guy that I actually met at a brewery yesterday, and he has a uh, screen printing company, 
And so he is, we talked loosely about, you know, maybe doing like run of shirts or sweatshirts or something. Yeah. Probably not sweatshirts right now because it's fucking balls hot I know, right now. hard to think about it. But if you guys are interested, let us know because we can, we can do that. Um, yeah. Um, if we do it, we'll probably do some sort of like pre-order situation and we'll run the pre-order for maybe months. like two to four weeks. Yeah. Depending. And then, you know, you'll get your order once he makes them. Yeah. So. So yeah, if that's something you're interested in, please uh, send us a DM, comment. If you know us in real life, text us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Any of the above. But. <laughs> All right, everybody. Um, yeah. So other than that, I don't think I have anything super fun or exciting. Um, yeah, just some potential merch updates. Yeah. I mean, that would be fun to do merch. I'm down. I mean, I would wear my. I would wear a shirt. But we yeah, need I y'all. Yeah, I fucking to, would too. We would need. We want you guys to want to too. Yes. Um. I guess I like we'll post pictures of the like stickers and coasters we have now. Um, if you're interested, I mean, like, I'm probably not going to sell them for more than, like, a dollar. Yeah. But, cool, yeah, though. just let me know. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, we will see you next time. And, bye bye Bye.